Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And welcome, everybody, to another exciting episode brought to you this week by my good friend, Josh. Bonjour. Hello. Buenos dias. <laughs> Guten tag. Hello, and welcome back to Paranormality UK, everyone. I've missed you, mate. I've missed you too, mate. I, I have, um, obviously, yeah, a uh, quick update. Uh, my foot is now healed. I am back at work. Uh, but I did have a, a quick holiday over in Gran Canaria. It was lovely. Sun, sea, slurpy drinks. Yeah. The three S's, all you need. And people would have seen some of your action in uh, Gran Canaria. If oh, they on, were the, on, on the, the Discord. On the Discord. Yeah, yeah. I did send a little message to Discord. So, you know, if you're not on our Discord yet, there's reason to join. You know, you do <laughs> yeah. get some little sneak peeks sometimes. Yeah, what a view that was as well. It was a lovely view, wasn't it? That was right from my balcony. Yeah, mate. Hotel. It was nice. Here we are. So what have you got for us today then, Josh? Well, my friend, today I wanted to do something for all the ladies out there. Ooh, girl power. Girl power. A little bit of inspiration. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like women are very powerful and smart, intelligent, amazing creatures. And They are. I think the world, I genuinely think the world would run better if we had more women in power. And I'm not, I'm not saying that to be like mm. a feminist dude that you know, I'm not a cuck or whatever they call it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not saying it to to be. I generally think you know, we if we had more women in power, we might not be so war hungry around the world and things like that. Maybe, maybe. So, maybe I, I, I'm not going to pass judgment on that. I don't, um, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't have anything against women in power. Mm. Um, I, I, again, I don't necessarily see it as an advantage i don't think gender should be yes. an issue with yeah, yeah. you know powerful jobs and stuff like that you know it's uh, it's one of them things it should just be the right person for yeah 100 percent. i do agree with you there mate but today i thought you know we're gonna shout out to the ladies and we're gonna we're gonna do things for them we're gonna do this right so we're gonna do lady ghosts lady ghosts female ghosts I- 
hang on a minute. I think this might actually be the first ghosty episode that you've done, isn't it? That you've taken lead on. Possibly. I think I normally do the, the ghosty ones, so this one will be interesting. And it will be my last one for a while, because I did have a little nightmare last night after researching okay. every, everything. <laughs> Watching videos and doing research. Um, but I would, if it's all right with you, mate, I'd just like to start off with a... a Female quote. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah, I thought, go for it. you know, we've got to start this off right. And I could have chosen Rosa Parks. I could have chosen Mary Curry. Queen Bodicea. I could have even picked Queen Bee, Beyonce. Mm. Oh, yeah. But I've gone for something a bit more inspirational. And I think the ladies will agree. There's a lot of baggage that comes with us. But it's like Louis Vuitton baggage. You always want it. Kim Kardashian. <laughs> You know, and that's okay. Yes, yeah, so, uh, that that that's uh, I, I guess very twenty first century inspirational. Yeah, so I, mean, I, I probably would have gone with Queen Elizabeth, going, "I may have the body of a weak and feeble woman, but I have the heart and stomach of a king of England." Now that is a better quote that I should have gone with. Well, you know. You know, I just thought I'd maybe inspire the people out there that, that like reality TV. That's, that's my generation versus the new generation, <laughs> yes. I guess. <laughs> yeah, today's TV is despicable. So, so I, lady ghosts. Lady ghosts. Not just female ghosts, but lady yeah, ghosts. Yeah, I like the term lady ghosts. Yeah. I think it sounds uh, a little less scary. a bit more classy as well, isn't it? Yeah, it is, lady. isn't it? Female ghosts just doesn't sound right. It sounds more scientific. I don't yeah. know. Lady ghosts. More lady elegant. Ghosts. A bit of grace. Yeah. Um, so I originally wanted to do La Lorna. Yes, as, yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll start there, but I thought oh, we'll, we'll do a podcast on that. And... In my research, it turns out that it's probably a five-minute story. So, <laughs> right, okay. Well, we we could probably stretch that out a fair way. Yeah, but I'm hoping you've got a little bit more than that. Oh, 100 percent. So instead of just doing the Lorna, I picked the top three kind of most infamous female lady ghosts that I could oh, think okay. of. There's yeah. probably going to be more out there that people are going to say, oh, I can't believe you didn't mention this or mention that. But in my opinion... It, it, if, are... you, if you do think that uh, when, when you're listening back to this, pop on Discord, yep. tell us which ones we've missed and why you want us to cover them, and you never know, we might do. Yeah. So we'll kick off with La Lorna. La Lorna. La Lorna. La Leona. Because it's Mexican, isn't it? It's Spanish. So uh, Mexican, yeah, yeah. Double L at the start. It isn't is, it? yeah. Leona, yeah. La Leona. So a Spanish woman called Maria from Mexico City in 1550. Oh, it's old. It is very old. See, yeah, you yeah. always surprise me with these datings. <laughs> she fell in love and got married and had two boys. Her husband was a traveller, but always promised to come back home until he didn't. And the visit stopped altogether. Oh dear, broke his promise. He broke his promise. In a fit of rage and pain, she drowned her two boys. But when she came to her senses, she was too late and the two boys were dead. I was going to say, a bit harsh. Yeah, very harsh. She <laughs> weren't messing around. She... I hate men. I will <laughs> kill my children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of went from naught to a hundred. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> she could have at least waited a bit and seen if he did come back. But... Yeah. Um, so she he became... probably did come back, find them dead, and think, "Well, fuck <laughs> it, is something's made... sticking around with her." Yeah, <laughs> made the right decision. Yeah. So she became distraught 
and mourned for every minute of every day, constantly crying and sobbing until she decided to join her two boys and threw herself into the same river that she drowned them. Now she is said to roam the earth, wailing and screaming for her dead children. And some have heard her crying the words, Mizzy host, Mizzy host, over and over again, which translates to my children, my children. And that is Lelorna. (laughs) (laughs) So you can see why I couldn't do a whole episode on just that. Um, But it is actually very, uh, it's like Spanish tradition in a way, folklore. Yeah, yeah. It's almost at this point celebrated as well as the stories kind of going through time. And even to this day, you can go on social media apps and, you know, type in YouTube, whatever, type in Lelorna and there's sighting videos. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because like... um People celebrate her on the, like, the Day of the Dead, the Mexican Day of the Dead, don't they? The, yeah. Like, the Dia de las Muertes or whatever. Yeah. She's um, very popular in cosplay as well. Yeah. Um, in, amongst the horror themes. Uh, and I mean, in your research, did you did you discover whether this is a true story or whether it is yeah, just a Yeah, supposedly it is a true story. Oh, it well, is okay. based it on is. a true story. Yeah. Um, it, everything down to her name being Maria and the two children. But I couldn't find the name of her husband. I I don't know what he was called. He probably didn't want anybody to know after he left <laughs> yeah. anyway. Yeah. Um, but that's just basically the story of it. But it is uh, a very old folklore that continues to this day. Yeah, yeah, very um, much so. That's pretty much all I got on the Lorna. You can see why I panicked and was like, oh, I better do some yeah, more research. I, I am a little bit surprised that there wasn't more on her because she does come up in so much, like online or in magazines, mm. you know, spooky magazines and that sort of thing. I, I had a, a haunted magazine or something, mm-hmm. I think, in the house. And, yeah, it always gets mentioned, you know, with lady ghosts. Yeah. She's one she, of the more famous ones. She is one of the uh, traditional-looking uh, ghosts where it's long black hair, white dress uh, some people have said they they see uh, like a white veil kind of thing covering her face okay um, but others say no she's just no. your standard kind of looks like the grudge or the ring oh, right, kind yeah, of thing yeah. which also i wanted to add to the list but found out that they were completely fictitious just made yeah. up for <laughs> for films so i was yeah. like oh, okay i can't really mention them but so, that is a very classic image as well, isn't it? The girl with the white dress and the black hair, yeah. comes out mostly over the face and, and, and that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, and I think... But then that, I guess the Hispanic look is very similar to that sort of um, Asian look in, in that kind yes. of respect, isn't it? You yeah, know? it does originate. That look of, of ghost does seem to originate in a lot of Asian content, a lot of yeah, uh, yeah. horror and things oh, like that. Oh, yeah. And, uh, well, actually, while we're on the subject, I could actually just quickly mention another ghost, which I believe it is Japanese. Ah. So here we go. So, well, that's Lalona done. So (laughs) while we're on the same kind of pathway, speaking of the Asian community, there is a ghost called the Kuchisaki Ona also known as the Slip-Mouthed Woman. Oh, yes, yes, mm. Kutasaki Ono, yes. No, I have heard of this one. So she is a Japanese ghost who terrorizes children. She is said to wear a face mask, which she removes when she approaches a victim, revealing a smile that has been grotesquely slit. She then asks the child, do you think I'm beautiful? If they answer no, she kills them. If they answer yes, she gives them a mouth just like hers. 
So there you go. So you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't, really, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I just thought I'd mention that ghost. Yeah, that is, uh, I, I have heard of that uh, ghost before. I wasn't particularly uh, knowledgeable on the details, but yeah, mm. I definitely have heard of that one. And there was a couple of other ghosts I thought, uh, I'll, I'll just give them a little shout-out. So you've got the, the red-dressed woman yeah. that comes up in a, a lot of... Uh, like hotels and yeah, just yeah. various places. Isn't yeah, there's not just one, is there? It, it, no. it seems to be like you say, uh, places that would want to attract visitors and stuff will, 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 yeah. will sort of coax it out of them. And they'll same they'll, with the grey lady. Yes, yeah, the grey lady, the lady in the red dress. They're all kind of uh, just multiple different. Yeah, stories so many castles, churches, hospitals, and stuff will have that sort of thing, yeah. won't it? And, and pubs and hotels. And yes, exactly. Yeah, and uh, oh, you've just reminded me as well. When I went to York, we went to a pub called I think it was the Black Sheep. I think it was the black sheep. Could so someone be. correct me if I'm if I'm wrong. And we read uh, this this thing. It said our oh, most haunted has been here, and supposedly there was this woman that uh, st- stood on the top of the stairs, and sometimes people could hear footsteps and stuff. Well, Chloe read that before we went into the pub. And I didn't see it at all. I was too busy looking at the pub menu, thinking, right. "Oh, do I get fish and chips or do I get steak and kidney pie?" Like, I wasn't. I didn't even notice it. Right. So she's read that. We've gone into the pub. We've started filming and things just to see if you know cameras pick anything up or whatever. And we we had nothing. So just before we left the pub after a meal, uh, she said, "Oh, I just need to use the loo." So I waited at the bottom of the stairs. Obviously not reading that thing. And the whole time I'm like sat on my phone, like just waiting for her to have a wee. I hear this banging and like it sounded like a couple of footsteps because it was like two flights of stairs. Yeah, yeah. And then I hear a door slam. So I've like turned around thinking, oh, it's probably just a a waiter or something or whatever, like a, a landlord. And there was just nothing there. So then Chloe comes out the toilet and we get outside and I just said to her, I was like, oh, there must be like a breeze or something because the, the door just slammed behind me, like made me jump. And she was like, did you not read the before we went? And I was like, no. And she was like, oh, there's like a lady with a red dress that walks up and down the stairs and slams the door. I was like, oh, I kind of wish I didn't sit at the bottom of the stairs. I didn't even think about it. But yeah, there was a lady in a red dress there. So. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, that is quite a common one. Yeah. So I'm going to go into the two beefy stories. Are you ready for this? Now, yes. this one, I'm going to save the best for last, but this one I found very interesting. So this allegedly is the inspiration behind the Blair Witch Project. Okay, so we're going from Mexico up into the United States. Indeed, yeah, we're right. going to do a little tour yeah. of the Western world. <laughs> <laughs> so the Bell Witch, uh, also uh, named, known as Kate Batts, that was her, okay. her name when she was alive. So you're telling me the Blair Witch was based on a, a real, yeah. Sort of, uh, well, obviously it's been expanded on, hasn't it? But it was actually based on sort of a local well uh, story. This is why I say allegedly. So what is strange is when you read the stories above about the the Bell Witch, mm-hmm. it it that's where it says, "Oh, this was the inspiration for Blair Witch Project and right. other films." But when you actually go on to Wikipedia or Google or research the Blair Witch Project, it doesn't mention the Bell Witch. So it's okay. almost like one source is saying it it is the inspiration, but the others are saying, well, no, it's just a film. Okay. But 
I mean, I guess there might be some elements that they've taken from it. I'm, I'm not it too sure. It might be something to do with copyright. They don't want to admit that they've... Um, so that's why I'm going to say, allegedly, this is the, the uh, Blair Witch, yeah, which well, I well, didn't even know was a, a lady ghost until I'd done this research. Um, I guess you kind of assume it through watching mm. the film because it's called the Blair Witch, not the Blair War- Warlock. <laughs> yeah, um, the Blair Wizard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, a very good point. I didn't really think about that. So, 1817 to 1821 was when the activity first kind of started happening. That was when it was most rampant. Oh, so uh, this was after who, what was it, Kate Bat? Yeah, Kate Bats. Uh, After her death. Yes. So when when was she alive? Did you you find that out or was that not? I should have researched (laughs) that. Uh, but uh, I didn't even think about that. Right. Uh, okay. It was so it was a struggle to find out. Possibly, her, her possibly name. the late seventeen hundreds or something like that. You know, not too long beforehand. So I, yeah, should, I don't we... think it was too far away. I, yeah. I'm sure I saw eighteen oh one or something. It wasn't that right, okay, that yeah, far yeah, away. Yeah. So from eighteen seventeen to eighteen twenty one, the activity was rampant on an old farm. It was like a, a farm. Area houses, barns, a ranch. Uh, a ranch. That's yeah, the. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what Americans call farms. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> we got our goddamn ranch. <laughs> so in Robert Silo for grain. <laughs> hey Billy Bob, get that corn syrup ready. So okay, that's enough. Okay. <laughs> yeah, sorry, American listeners. The Bell Witch. Yeah. <laughs> in Robertson County, Tennessee, a family and the local area came under attack by a mostly visible entity that was able to speak and shapeshift. Some stories say the Bell Witch was also able to travel at super speeds that made it look as if she was in more more than one place at a time. Okay, yeah. So she could be there around the corner. You turn around, she's right behind you. So that quick. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just going to read this because it's easier than me just writing out yeah, yeah, something you... similar to what. So we've gone through when it was. So John Bell witnessed the apparition of a strange creature resembling a black dog. Bell fired at the animal, but it disappeared instantly. John's son, Drew, approached an unknown bird perched on a fence and it flew off and was of extraordinary size and also instantly vanished. The daughter, Betsy, observed a girl in a green dress swinging from the limb of an oak tree in the farm. Then Dean, a person enslaved by the Bell family... <laughs> oh, I've well, just thought... <laughs> yeah, this, would, this is old, isn't it? It was cause it, like uh, early 19th century, so the, yeah, the slavery would still have been around. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't think about that. So reported being followed by a large black dog as well on the evenings that he visited his wife especially. Activity moved to the Bell household with knocking, herding, heard along with doors and walls, scrapings and chimes. The family heard sounds of gnawing on the beds, invisible dogs fighting and chains being dragged along the floor. And at the same time, John Bell began experiencing paralysis in his mouth and on his face. Hmm. And now... This well, you've got some quite classic haunting stuff there, haven't you? Chains mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah, uh, and scrapes and bumps and whatnot. But that one, yeah, paralysis is a new one. Yeah, and then it steps up a little bit more. Okay. So the phenomena then grew with intensity as sheets were pulled from beds while the children slept, and the entity was pulling hair and scratching the children 
with particular emphasis on Betsy, who was slapped, pit, pinched, and stuck with pins. Stuck so, with pins? Yeah, that's a new one, isn't it? <laughs> so, yeah, that... Crikey, that Ghost up. is using a baby as a voodoo doll. <laughs> yeah. And then the, the most interesting part that about this nuts. story was word had travelled to the current president at the time, who was Andrew Jackson. Right, yeah, yeah. And he was so fascinated by this, he wanted to experience it for himself, so he conducted his own team and done his own ghost investigation. Really? And he concluded... Andrew Jackson did Most Haunted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I say, I say, I see a ghost. <laughs> so he actually dubbed it as, yeah, this is pretty haunted. He couldn't Fair explain enough. it and... Yeah, he. Oh, was... so he wasn't a skeptic. He genuinely wanted to go out and find something, some proof, and see it for himself. Like, yeah, because I, I don't know. Back in those days, maybe it would have been real panic amongst the local village. It, it must have been a hell of a story to make it all the way to Washington. Yeah, so... well, DC, you know, uh, the president. I mean, yeah, from yeah, Tennessee. And so yeah, he he thought right. I'm going to go investigate it, and he came away and he heard similar things like doors scratching, chains. And he was like, yeah, it seems pretty haunted to me. So it, it was just interesting to me that the president got involved and wanted to investigate. That was a little tidbit. It's a good job mobile phones weren't invented back then because he might have sat on the bottom step on his phone instead and missed it all, will not he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very true. <laughs> Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. So, this takes us... To the creme de la creme. Ooh. I don't know what that means. <laughs> the cream of the cream. <laughs> is that what it is? Pretty much. Oh, I thought it was cream of the crop. Well, it takes us to the final story I've got for you. This, to me, was the most interesting and the one that gave me the chills the most. That okay. I thought, ah, oh, this is cool. I'd not really heard the story. We all know the term Bloody Mary. Yes. It's a drink. It is. You know, people have heard the term Bloody Mary. It's a spooky game. It is a spooky game. Involving which... a mirror and candles. Oh, you remember that, because I'm going to come back to that. Okay. That is, that's a good bit of information I got there. So we'll come back to that. Okay. Ooh, so half got in your head there, didn't Yeah, it? half halfway. So Bloody Mary, she was born on February 18th, 1516, also known as Mary I or Queen Mary Tudor. Oh, we're back in England. Yes. Good old so England. we've gone from Mexico to America to and England. Across the pond. Yeah. And she was the uh, daughter 
of Henry VIII and Catherine of Aragon. Right, yeah, Henry's first wife. Yes, that's the because one. Because Elizabeth, who I quoted earlier, mm-hmm. was from a later wife. Second wife? Was Anne Boleyn's second wife, I think? Definitely Anne Boleyn's daughter was Queen Elizabeth. Ah, okay. So, yeah, it must have gone Henry, Mary. Was it? Mm. There was another one, though, wasn't there? There were a king in between. Was it, Did Mary what, have was a Was it Edward? Child? Edward, it's sickly. Kid. I think Edward only, was only lasted a few months, didn't he? Yeah, because she. I don't think she was supposed to become queen, but she did because I'm that's sure Edward... right. Yeah, so it was Henry, and then Edward, and then Mary. Mm. I reckon because Edward was younger than Mary, but um, because he was so sickly, he only lasted a few months when he when he got to the throne and mm-hmm. died. <clears throat> so it would have gone to Mary. And then when Mary died, obviously, it would have gone to either her children or the next in line, which would have been an Elizabeth and Boleyn's mm. child. So, Well, I saw a report as well that said that uh, Mary, Queen Mary Tudor was officially the first queen of England. Yeah. So I'm, I'm guessing that is true. Then. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, that is like, true. Surely not. Yeah, because I always forget about Mary and think of Elizabeth I being the first mm. queen of England. But yeah, no, Mary was, yeah, before, just oh. slightly before her, yeah. Well, there you go. We learned together. We've had four <laughs> queens, actual queens, like, in their own mo- in their own monarch. Yeah. You know, not a- attached to a king. So there'd be oh. Mary, the two Elizabeths, and um, Queen Victoria. And the rest have been kings. All kings, yeah. Because the ma- male line always takes the monarchy if there is a male heir. Ah, well, this Today. is a female-positive podcast. It is. So... Girl power. Girl power. Good <laughs> on you, Mary. Well, I won't say good on you, Mary, because, <laughs> well, when you see what's about to happen. So, <laughs> after um, <laughs> Mary's mother uh, and her were cast aside, Mary was declared illegitimate. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So, after years of isolation, struggle, and humiliation in 1553... Mary became Queen of England and Ireland. I don't know what happened to Scotland. I maybe they had their own king. Uh, the, yeah, they probably weren't. Um, yeah, part of the actual United Kingdom at that point. Ah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's just when I read it, I was like, oh, no Scotland, but that makes sense. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know exactly what time, uh, what date it, it all conglomerated oh, as one. I couldn't I, tell you. <laughs> I failed history in school, and you're about to see why. So everyone thought she would be a lovely queen, full of happiness and patience, but she thought her gentleness would be used as a weakness. So she right. decided to be strong and do things her way. She weren't taking any of it. So she began... <laughs> I thought that was my little sassy... <laughs> it was quite sassy. It was like a Spice Girls <laughs> moment for me. So she began the restoration of Catholicism. That word always gets me. The restoration of Catholicism. Right. Okay, yeah, because her father, Henry, well, tried to abolish Catholicism by launching the Church of England so that he could get divorced from her mother (laughs) and and marry another. Yeah. So So, according to reports, he hated the religion of Catholicism. I don't think he hated it because the king can't, hate god you know like monarchy mm. and and god uh, and religion sort of comes as as a one piece thing doesn't it so yeah. he wouldn't necessarily hate the religion but he hated the fact that um he, he, they wouldn't allow him to divorce and marry another 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, he would have to be excommunicated and stuff. So he literally just, just raised the ground, raised England of all its churches, started setting fire into them and abolishing them. And then he started That's his crazy. own new church, the Church of England, which is still around today. Which is now can... King Charles III is the head of the Church of England. Because I could imagine like a bishop or someone's talking to him and they're like, oh, and we do this. And he's like, yeah, it's great. That's great. Divorce? No, not allowed. That's a problem. So <laughs> I don't like that. I love everything else, but that bit, mm, yeah, I'm going to change really that. I'm really keen on your religion up until my wife <laughs> farted in bed and now I want to get rid of her. <laughs> <laughs> so Queen Mary, she, after trying to restore Catholicism, uh, she made the decision which led to burnings, executions, and brutal violence to anyone who refused to accept the Catholic faith. All right, kind of following in her dad's footsteps, but trying to reverse what he did. Yeah, so right. say she was as bad as he was. Like, well, yeah. So in her lifetime, of, well, not her lifetime, while she was uh, queen, monarch, reigning monarch, yeah. she executed three bishops... Wow. And altogether, 227 men and 56 women. Oh, girl power. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> what yeah, did I the guess... women do wrong? <laughs> yeah, during... I, guess, uh, I guess she didn't really care. As long as you were wanted to be Catholic rather than C of E, then mm-hmm. that's what she was after, isn't it? And it was killing the three bishops that gave her the name Bloody Mary. Cause... Well, I'm not surprised. Yeah, she wanted blood, mate. So. Yeah. And, uh, I suppose if you're taken down a church, a bishop's where you're going to start, isn't it, really? Yeah. If you're pretty... in England, then you've got to go a long way to kill a pope. Mm, uh, yeah. Bishop's about the, 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 the highest that you're going to get in the country that you're trying to... It's pretty extreme, isn't it? Killing a man of religion like that. Yeah. Mm. So, um, so she actually ended up dying of the flu in 1558. Oh, right. Yeah. At the age of 42. That's kind of undramatic, isn't it? Yeah. I was expecting, like, maybe a beheading or something, or burnt at the stake, but no, she well, just died of the flu. Very few people have the balls to do that to the monarch. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> now, this is the bit that I actually stumbled across this, so I didn't mean to research this. I stumbled across it because, like you said, there is the game of Bloody Mary. There is, And if, yes. for those of you that don't know, you turn off the lights sometimes candlelight, and you say the name Bloody Mary three times in the mirror and she supposedly appears. Mm-hmm. So I remembered that and thought, oh, I wonder what where that came from, what the origin is. And I found the origin, mate. Oh, right, okay. Now, this is interesting. So... I, I don't think I've... No, I, I, I've heard theories of why this works. Uh, you know, fatigue and the 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 light impressions in your in your eye, the way it kind of affects your vision in the mirror, particularly in when you're feeling tense or anything mm-hmm. like that as well. It, the, uh, scientifically, they say that it's just your own reflection that you see, but your brain kind of distorts it to make it look ah. like you're seeing something that you're not. I don't know how true that is. I've never actually tried playing the game of Bloody Mary, so I I, I couldn't say uh, I'm myself. I'm scared to but, play it. But, I, mean, it's I, like, I just thought it was a load of horse manure. But, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but well, if there's an origin, then maybe there is some, some credence to it. Hey. Well, I'm not even going to use my notes for this because I've just read them, so it's fresh in my mind. Okay. <laughs> so it comes from an old – it's not even a game. So 
back, back in the days of, of this time, including Queen Mary herself, yeah. uh, women, single women, used to walk backwards up the stairs holding a handheld mirror in candlelight. And this right. supposedly would, when you get to the top of the stairs, it would show you either your future husband or it would show you a skull or grim reaper signifying that that's it for you. Uh, oh, okay. Basically. And it, li- it is literally quite that. So then uh, during her reign, Bloody Mary was uh, – she was desperate to have an heir and a child and husband and oh, everything of so her own. Oh, so she was quite paranoid. So she would have held so that she did mirror, the game right? as well. So she – well, no, it's not even a game. She would do that as well. Um, and that's how it kind of evolved into – the game of Bloody Mary. Does that make sense? So yeah. it kind of adapted. So people associated Bloody Mary with this this game of looking into a mirror, walking upstairs, which then now translates I... to just looking in a mirror. What this just made my the cogs work in my brain. As things like this do often when you come out with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bloody Mary or Queen Mary, I assume she was unmarried when she was made queen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, the law in England states that a reigning monarch, you, no one can propose to a reigning monarch. It's illegal. Ah. Should I quickly... Which is why <laughs> just Queen sure. Victoria had to propose to get to be able to get married because she was also made queen uh, before she'd actually married so it was Victoria that had to propose. So Mary would have would have had the same problem, quite possibly. I, I would imagine that the law was the same back those back back in those days. But yeah, it's actually illegal to propose marriage to a reigning monarch in the in the See, UK. See, that makes sense because when I just googled was Queen Mary of Tudor ever married, it just came up with the Queen of Scots, Mary and Queen of Scots, Princess yeah, yeah. Mary. Right. But it, doesn't say anything about Mary being married or the Queen Mary. So uh, I think well, you are right. I, I would imagine is. so because obviously Elizabeth succeeded her anyway, Elizabeth I. So yeah, she wouldn't have. So yeah, she she can't have been married. No one could have asked her for for a hand in marriage because she was a reigning mm. monarch. So yeah, if she was very superstitious, that mirror thing would have been her looking for her future husband that she could propose to herself. That makes sense. So maybe, yeah, maybe we've got to the bottom of that one, eh? Well, that was Bloody Mary. And because she never found that future husband, her life went unfulfilled. Mm. Which is why she appears and kills you if you say her name three times in a mirror. Yeah, she's she's still living in in our minds, in our hearts and spirits. But I have got a couple of other little uh, female lady stories. Um, There's really not much to it. I just thought, you know what? It's worth a shout-out. So while we're on the subject of it, the ghost of King Henry's second wife. Anne Boleyn. Uh, yes. <laughs> is said to haunt the Tower of London and surrounding buildings to this day. Given how grievously Anne was mistreated by her husband, it's not surprising her spirit has been able to rest. The king divorced and beheaded Anne when she didn't produce a male heir to the throne. Yeah. So... Yeah, but he locked her up for like two years beforehand or something like that. Yeah, he was nasty, wasn't he? Old yeah. King Henry VIII. He wasn't a very nice bloke. And then back to America for this last one. Um, so First Lady Dolly Madison played an influential role in making the White House the special centre of politics in early America, 
Legend has it that she continues to take her duties as First Lady seriously to this day. Her ghosts reportedly frightened gardeners away when they were trying to make changes to her rose garden. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so another couple of lady ghosts. Yeah, I figured, don't, don't mess with the ladies' roses. <laughs> yeah, don't mess with the ladies' front garden. <laughs> you can't do that. At least ask permission. That's why yes. she haunted them. Definitely. So, but I thought... The more lady ghosts in this episode, the better. So I think we covered like five there. Something we? like that, yeah, yeah. Which for, for a little podcast, uh, that bad. Bloody Mary was very good, actually. Uh, yeah, there was quite a few points that I didn't know about in there. But mm. yeah, I think we've managed to figure it out and get to the bottom of that one, don't we? Yeah. So this is for all the ladies out there. This is your podcast. Women yes. Empowerment. Yes. We love it. Lady ghosts for the ladies. Yeah. So if you are a lady ghost... Well, let's then... do the paranormality scale first, <laughs> shall we? <laughs> I jumped ahead there. A little bit. Um, well, I really like it. Um, I I thought quite a lot of it was folklore mm-hmm. to start with, but you've uh, you've kind of convinced me otherwise there a little bit, mm. I think. Um, time, I'm going to go in with a, a 7.7. You know what? That's quite fair. I think that's higher than what I was going to yeah. give it. So, yeah, I think 7.7 is quite fair. Yeah. The, the thing that got me was the fact that the president got involved yeah. for the, Blair, the, yeah, the, Bell, the Bell Witch. Witch yeah. um, you've got some some English history there. Definitely, and then yeah. Not only Queen Mary, but her, the the other wife, uh, the second wife of yeah. King Henry. Anne Boleyn, yeah. Um, supposed sightings of all these these ghosts and things. And... You know, there's some credence there. So I was going to give it, I was going to give it a 7.6 right behind you. I thought 7.5, but then, you know, I'm going to go for a 7.6. Okay. So our average is I, I think you can do the math 7.65. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's not too bad. That is pretty good. <laughs> and that's all I've got for you on Lady Ghosts. Well, there we go. There's it's... probably a lot more Lady Ghosts there, out there. Definitely a lot more Lady Ghosts. We can't but... cover them all. For the first episode on Lady Ghosts, that is a good one. If you at home want more episodes on Lady Ghosts, you'll have to reach out to Josh specifically mm. on Discord um, because he's now he's now the Lady Ghost Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah I guess. that's a kind of strange title, but I'll take it. <laughs> I'm the Lady Ghost guy, <laughs> and well, I would just like to say I think people will agree. This was like, you know, they recreated Ghostbusters with an all female oh, yeah, cast, yeah, yeah. but it bombed terribly. Yeah, it did for some reason. I don't know why. I mean, it wasn't that great, I suppose. It was. I've not seen I've, it, so I've I don't know. <laughs> I've seen it, and I mean, Kristen Wiig, fantastic. She was the only person I found funny in it. But, right. you know, my personal opinions mean nothing. I will just say, I hope this has been more entertaining than the remake of Ghostbusters with all females. Well, let's hope so, eh? <laughs> yeah, I hope so. I mean, I'm all for equal opportunities and stuff, but when these, when new directors want to remake classic films, there was nothing wrong with it in the first place. 
just by going, oh, we want to introduce a woman as a main character, and we want to introduce uh, different ethnicities and mm. you know different races and stuff, just to make it more equal opportunities for everyone. Well. The film was made in 1960, or, you know, whatever. <laughs> All right, Ghostbusters wasn't. But, you know, why do we have to remake these mm. classic films just to be more politically correct these days? You yeah, know? yeah. Let women have their own... Like Charlie's Angels. You couldn't remake Charlie's Angels with Pierce Brosnan mm. and George Clooney and, you know, no, Brad Pitt, would you? You certainly couldn't, no. It, it just wouldn't work. No. So why do it the other way around? No, not, you know, I mean... <laughs> oh, i tell you what, though. They did do that remake of like Ocean's Eleven but with all female cast and that was actually alright was it? yeah I didn't I'm not saying that, that one either but yeah was... that probably would work quite well yeah, yeah. some things are and also shout out to Miss Congeniality that is one of the best films oh that was a made. good film actually yeah, and yeah, I don't yeah. care what anyone says Sandra Bullock yeah top quality she, she actress she did well in that actor. film definitely did well in that film yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if you're a lady ghost please write in <laughs> If you know a lady ghost, please write in. <laughs> if you want to be a lady ghost, if that's your aspiration, poor you. <laughs> <laughs> write in and tell us about it. We might be able to cheer you up. Yeah. And if I have actually missed any top lady ghosts that I have forgotten, then please let us know. Yeah, let us know. Come and uh, send us an email to paranormality.uk at gmail.com or you can obviously always write a comment on the video if you're watching this as a video on youtube if you uh, listen to the downloadable podcast audio only please come and join us on discord tell us if you if you think that josh has made a heinous mistake and there's a, a real big lady ghost that we should have covered mm. and we didn't i have a feeling there is and it's gonna annoy me because someone's gonna mention it and i'm instantly gonna go how did i forget that well it's like when we've done creepy dolls and we forgot Chucky the evil doll. Uh, yeah, yeah. As fictitious as he is, he's yeah. kind of a... They're kind of all fictitious. Well, they're not fictitious. They're real dolls, aren't they? But mm. it's, uh, yeah, it's yeah. one of them things. <laughs> yeah. Until next time, I'm Josh. <laughs> I've been pirate. This is all backwards paranormality. Until next time, ta-ta. Ta-ta. <laughs> Equal opportunities. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.